0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Know Nothing Nerd Podcast. I'm one half of the Know Nothing Nerds, Luke, and I'm joined here today with the same old, same old, just as wonderful, just as bearded, just as... Boring? No, just as... Just as vanilla? Just as... Vanilla's alright. See,
1: everybody shits on vanilla, but I love vanilla. Nothing wrong with vanilla.
0: No, nothing wrong with it at all. Today... On the podcast, we're doing something a little different that's going to help Twitch and I uh, adapt to our schedules a little bit better, Mm -hmm. and it's going to help us still be able to upload more consistently, Yep. and hopefully, if you guys hate stuff like this, you can just say, well, I'll listen to next week's episode. Yeah. We are now on a quote-unquote bi-weekly schedule, still uploading weekly, but every other week we will have a topic-driven episode. And the other week, the other weeks in that month, will be focused on just some random things that we've decided to talk about. Yep. We're not going to put a whole lot of thought or preparation or research into them. We're just going to shoot the shit and see what comes of it. Pretty maybe, much it. Maybe the episodes will be an hour, maybe the episodes will be 30 minutes, depending on what topic we're discussing and how uh, chatty we're feeling. Yeah,
1: how in-depth we want to go and... How yeah. uh, argumentative we want to
0: get. Yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of room for us to play with. But again, this just makes our lives a little easier so that we're not constantly trying to research and think of things. And um, our f- our more focused episodes are going to get more focused Yep. so that there's a pretty distinct... Uh, there's a pretty distinct difference between when we're just chatting and when we're actually focused on a subject. We're hoping to get a little more focused on said subject. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is one of those weeks that fall under the category of uh, not-so-organized... Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. And so today we're talking about movie trailers, um, and and that's as far as we've discussed. Pretty so, much. So t- Twitch... Oh, oh, before we get going into it, yes, I did before just we want do. to say that you can follow us on Facebook at know-nothing nerds or facebook.com forward slash know-nothing nerds you can follow us on Twitter at kN nerds or you can uh, email us at know Nothing nerds at gmail.com uh, on our iTunes go subscribe to our iTunes podcast and comment what your favorite movie trailer has been this this year yes. so far in 2018 what's been your favorite trailer that you've seen uh, and maybe we've talked about it today and maybe we yeah can- and if we miss your trailer, we're sorry. But we're sure there'll be plenty of opportunities for us to talk about. Okay, My trailer's on. on that list. Your trailer's on that list, yes, and that's all that the matters. the stuff that we're talking about. That's all that matters. I'm the only one that matters in it's this true. conversation. That's true, it's you all are. about vanilla Twitch. Vanilla Twitch. I'm going to rename you on the description, Vanilla Twitch.
1: Is it, am I like the cousin to Vanilla Ice? Rob, oh, something? jeez, Twitch. I'm breaking shit already. Trying to adjust myself. Where do you need to go? Chair. There you go. There we go. Can you prop
0: it up? Maybe. So that it doesn't. Maybe. There's got. There has to be. I've definitely done it. That's my. Uh, game, I'm good. That's I'm my good. Game of Thrones viewing chair. We'll we'll do this. Okay. Okay. I got
1: myself snitchumitated now. Good. 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 So situ-o-tated. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Twitch. Are you a Are you a trailer junkie? Yes, I am to an extent. Um, There are certain trailers that uh, I'll just watch over and over and over again. And then there's other ones that I just like watch once and I'm good. Um, But I do like to go through the IMDb to see what's coming out soon, quote unquote soon, because they have the list of everything that's coming out up until like a year from now and more. So I'll go through and, like, check and see, like, what movies are coming out and be like, ooh, ooh, they got a trailer for that one. I'll look at it.
0: Interesting. interesting. But I usually
1: stick with stuff that I think that I'm going to like. Sure. Or I think the trailer is going to look yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. badass. Yeah. Um, I'd like to state that there's a huge difference between a great trailer and a great movie. Yes. And usually uh, that does not necessarily mean uh, that it's uh, – the causality of it is means – just because one is great, the other one's going to be great well right. as well. Right. Cuz there's a lot of movies that have great trailers but the movie is shit. Totally. And there's movies that have poor trailers but the movies are great.
0: Sure. I um I like that. I could never ever go a year in advance and see what's coming out. Yeah. I love cuz like we we don't do cable and so I love being like at someone else's house and hanging out and watching live television yeah. and then just happening upon a trailer mm-hmm. and be like, I didn't even know they were doing that. That's yeah. so cool. Um, in specific, to be 100% honest with you, as big as a Star Wars nerd that I was, I thought it was Kenobi story that was coming out. Oh, next. really? Yeah. And so, That's funny. While we were watching the Super Bowl this year and all of a sudden I see... The Han Solo trailer started coming out I was freaking out and it was cool it's that's a fun experience that I look forward to is just kind of doing that I there are some things that I look out for and that I might google quite a bit yeah to just see where they're at with it like the new mutants is kind of one of those yeah um that I'm following avidly but that I'm not really like I'm not really tied to their universe yeah. at all. Logan was the first superhero movie that I had ever really watched, other than The Dark Knight. Yep. Um, and so I don't really follow superhero movies, so I'm I'm more okay with going out and seeing spoilers and finding out when things are coming out. But with Star Wars and stuff, I I try and actually avoid the trailers. Yeah. Until I can get into it, <clears throat> with like a with a franchise that I love so much. That's kind of. That's kinda of how I think. Yeah, them. and I I try to do it too. I try
1: to see if it's something that I'm super excited about seeing, I'll watch the trailer once and that's it. I'll put it away. Or if it comes up again, like I'll watch it through, but I don't like seek out more information because I want it to be as fresh as I can. Yeah. But then there's other trailers like there's uh Rampage that's coming out with the rock and it's based off of the nineteen eighties arcade game. That I've watched like all the versions of it. Yeah. Just to be like, that looks so stupid. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like, cause I just wanna see how they portray the monsters, how yeah. they look in it and stuff. So I saw the original teaser trailer, didn't really give you anything. And then I saw the extended trailer, which I actually sought out to look at, see who's the cast, who's in it, sure. looked it out for more information. Um, but I only do that with like movies that I'm like either like moderately interested in or like. I think that are like could be entertaining, but they're gonna be shit in the end. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So I don't mind spoiling all the all stuff that, that's yeah. in it. Yeah. But like for trailers like uh New Mutants and stuff, I, I do gotta admit I've watched that one over and over again because it's such a good fucking trailer. Yeah. So solid. Um, but I really don't wanna know much more than, much more than that than yeah. that trailer. Yeah.
0: I'll probably watch the next couple again because I'm not that yeah. Involved in the uh, story But I I saw the trailer today The Han Solo one For the first time yeah. And that's the only one I'll watch I promise you Until the film Until comes the film. out. I just There's something I feel like trailers Rob you of And that's This feeling of awe And wonder yes. At a product that someone worked on mm-hmm. And this This holds true Especially with most rom-coms and most like family movies, yep. Because the trailer just gives you the movie in yes. a minute and a half. Yes, it's the whole thing. There's no, there's no reason to go because you know exactly what's happening. Yep. The 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 conflict is established and the resolution is established too. You know how the film's going to end. So it's like, what's the point of even going to see it? Yeah, and it's I
1: I would say that it's a product of the machine itself. Yeah. Um, is The more time passes and stuff, people are less, people that are less inclined to see, like, and I hate to point this out, like, um, are less inclined to see the artistic films, if you will. Um, And they see a trailer that they're like, well, it doesn't really give me much information. Like, they're just, well, I'm not going to go see it and stuff. Um, So you get trailers that are more like, you know. Give away more of the story, streamline. Um, or, for example, this happens with comedies all the time, and I've seen so many um, movies that do this. Is that they'll just show all the funniest parts of the movie, yes, yeah, yeah, to yeah, get you hooked, thinking it's a super funny movie, and then when you go see it, and it's just like. I saw all the shit in the trailer, like everything else in it was like pretty lackluster. A lot of horror is the same way. Yeah. They show you
0: all the scary the big, moments. big hits and yeah. stuff. They might not show the the big bad, the monster, but they show you like what... what yeah. they, when you see parts in the trailer in the theater, you know to be worried. Yes. And that takes away from the yeah. aspect of horror, I think. But there is good trailers out there. I promise you. And we oh, watched yeah. a couple watched of them We watched a few today that were really great. Um,
1: that are great trailers... Absolutely 100% great. They give you exactly what you need to know yeah. about the film without giving a damn thing away. Yeah. Um, they set the top because trailers are meant to do two things. They're supposed to set up who the character is. They're supposed to set up the tone of the movie and they're supposed to give you a couple of things that are just like wetting your appetite. Like, yeah. Make you salivate. Yeah. Want, want to know yeah. a little bit more. There should be, there should be a certain uh, degree of mystery and shrouding trailers um, to intrigue you just enough to be like, I, I really want to know I more. I want to find out more. I want to find out more. Yeah. Um, and I think you see it really well with independent films. Well, most independent yeah. films. Most um, good independent films. And you see it with uh, directors that have been around and stuff like that and are really, you know, know what what the trailer needs to look yeah, like. Yeah. Um, and, uh, sometimes you'll even get it with like first time directors and stuff. People that are first time putting a film together. They don't know how to like, they don't have the Hollywood system forcing them to do a trailer. Sure. A certain way. Sure. So I'll, I'll search out like independent movies that don't usually land on IMDb's like top list of what's coming out for the year. Yeah. And I'll just search up those and check them out. Um, and they're pretty good trailers. So that's cool. Yeah. So uh, what are, what are, uh, so as soon as we talked about Han Solo, let's, let's, do you want to start with that one
0: first? Sure. Let's start with the Han Solo one first. Um, it, it looks phenomenal in a, in a interesting way. It, yeah. The trailer looks phenomenal.
1: The trailer looks phenomenal. I worry,
0: uh, I worry that that's because they paid high, highbrow money yeah. for
1: the trailer. Two things that I'll give it. So, I'm I'm not excited about the Han Solo film. Like, I could care less right yeah. now. I, I couldn't care less um, whether it's great or not. Like, it's just not really on my radar. Like, I think Han Solo is a character. I love him in the originals. I loved his small part in uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, knowing his backstory, I really don't really need to know anything about it. I
0: think I, I, I'm going to be bold here, and I'm going to make a metaphor that might not make sense at first. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's like telling your kids Santa isn't real. Okay. Because when you're growing up and you believe in Santa, there's this mystery behind it. Yeah. How does he get all this shit done in time? Why does he eat so many cookies? Uh-huh. Why is he only that fat if he eats this many cookies? Yeah, the chimney thing, the presents. How does he know what I want? Yeah, there's so much mystery behind it. And then when they when they say that it's the parents, it just rips every single question you had. Yeah, and and in one sentence, yep. takes it all away from you. Yep. And that's what I fear is going to happen with the Han Solo movie is that there's so much mystery around who Han Solo really Correct. is we know that's not even his name. Yeah. There's like there's so many questions that we have that I feel like it's going to ruin his spirit yeah. if we if we get those answers curated to us. Yes. So I think they have to be so so careful with it. Mm-hmm. Because they could piss so many people off. Yeah. And not in the way that like episode 8 and episode 9 did, but in just like a that would be a universal fandom doesn't appreciate this movie. Yeah. If they're not careful.
1: Yeah, and I think part of the other thing too is that um they know it's a beloved character and there's more money that they could be had out of it. And yeah. I'm okay with Disney doing that. That's a right. They brought up the property. They can do what they want with it. The thing that I I I'm nervous about and I kind of saw this with episode eight, um, The Last Jedi, is that they're not elevating the series anymore. It's kind of just kind of like, kind of like tapered out, stagnated. Yeah. Cause I think my big problem with episode eight is the fact that, uh, Ryan Johnson, he just did not have, he didn't fully commit. And yeah. I think that like, it might be something that Disney might go towards in the future with some of these films. Like, they don't fully commit, so they don't want to really piss people off. Yeah. They don't want to take the chances and And stuff.
0: by doing that, they piss people off.
1: Yes, very much so. And, well, I think that the trailer for Han Solo looks great. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a great film. The one thing I do got to give them props on is that it doesn't look like, at least from the trailers, the way the trailer's set, it does not look like any other
0: Star Wars film that they, they've made. For better or for worse, though, because... There's so much to the Star Wars universe. Yes. And I think that it has to be respected to certain areas of creativity. Yeah. And I think that a Star Wars film needs to have two things. Stars and wars. Yeah. It needs to fit that name. Yeah. And this Han Solo one doesn't look like it follows the war. We see we see the the, the big uh Star Destroyer. Yep. We see the Star Destroyer, but like it doesn't seem to be focused around the war. Yeah. Quite like literally every single other movie has been about. Yes. This overarching star war. Yep. And so I think to break that in a film might not be the best place to do it. Because like Fan fiction is the perfect place to dwell into the universe itself. Yeah. What's happening on this planet we've never heard of. What's You know what I mean? What's happening outside of the politics of mm-hmm. the war? But, I mean, think about what the th- original three movies were about was the big war. Yes. And so I think removing that from the films could also be dangerous. I feel like I'm talking a lot about the negatives of the film. I, I'm going to love it. I'm going to see it 90 times and I'm going yeah. to talk about it when we talk about it on the podcast. But uh, I, ju- I just really hope they've treaded with caution. Yeah,
1: I I do too. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I do got to say, I love the cast that they have oh, for Oh, my it. goodness. Um, Don
0: Glover, Amelia Clark. It just, it's all, it all looks insanely great. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited for Donna Glover's performance as Lando um, because I've seen him in Atlanta, I've seen him in, uh, in community and I've listened to his music and he, he just covers so much ground and I feel like he's just a very talented man. I think he's going to carry a role, uh, like Lando very well.
1: Yeah. And Alden, uh, Enric. Yes. Aaron Rick, Aaron He's going to be playing sure. Han Solo. I've seen him in a couple other films before and he's fantastic. Yeah. And I do think he'll be able to fit that Han Solo vibe. Um,
0: but you know, it's just it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Um, and and I mean, again, I I feel like this is another thing that uh, the 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 crew that made the film, they there's no way they can't have been aware of this. Yeah. But the fans are gonna are gonna are tear him to shreds. Yes. Regardless, they're gonna. Be, Han Solo wouldn't say it. Han Solo wouldn't do that. Yeah. Han Solo wouldn't act like that. They're they're just gonna kind of like it's gonna be a. Pawn shot first type situation. Yeah, again. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That being said, I still have faith in them. Yeah. They could make this so awesome, and it could be just the thing that the Star Wars universe needs. Yeah. Coming off of two incredibly controversial films, I think if they do this well enough, it could quote-unquote restore faith in as a whole. I think, like, half of the Star Wars universe has faith in Star Wars right now, which isn't great.
1: <laughs> it's very true. Very you know what true. I mean?
0: But if if they do this really well, I think I think they could restore a lot yeah. of that faith. Maybe not all of it, but I think a lot of fans could be turned on to it. But some of it. Um. What's next? What trailer next? Um,
1: let's do your spooky one. A Quiet Place? A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. This is my absolute number one trailer. Um, this movie, as soon as I saw that first trailer... I I've been looking so forward to this movie, um, and if you get a chance to watch it, so a Quiet Place, not much known about it. All we know is it's a it's a horror film set in post apocalyptic world, and um, whatever scary thing is out there, it tracks you down and hunts you by sound. Um, so the people it focuses from what we know around this family that lives. Last man standing style, yeah. um, just scrounging and stuff, but they have to be absolutely silent. So they can't step on creaks in the floor.
0: They can't step on leaves. They have to use sign language to talk. Um, it's, it's in my opinion, a perfect example of what we've been seeing in some of these movies that aren't in a franchise, some of these like non-franchise movies yeah. that they're really thinking outside the box recently. Yes. Like that is such a clever idea to make for a movie. And I I think from what we've seen in the trailer, they can pull it off really well. And the trailer was phenomenal. The trailer
1: is so well done because it sets the mood. Like it sets a creepy, like feeling it's, it's mostly silence. Yeah. The trailer. Yeah. Which definitely gives you a feel of like that tone of the film. And I'm really open that like, the first large chunk of that film is just like quiet dead silence. minus like few environmental noises. Cause like
0: that, that 30 seconds of trailer, I told Twitch, like it was so unsettling. Yeah. And to have them pull like 45 minutes of that would just build that tension so well, especially if the last 30 minutes are just like bang or noise. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy stuff going on. And
1: it's, it, they set the mood so well with it because, um, they juxtaposed the images, which it's definitely, like, if you are to just watch it with, like, normal sound and, like, music, like, you could have put a happy soundtrack behind it, and it would just look like, you know, family walking in the park type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But the way that they set it um, against the ambient noise that they use in the background, having, like, a very silent, all, with just a small amount of environmental noise... And then just a loud,
0: like, what what type of. The, the spaceship that the kid was playing with? No, 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 no. Like the thud, the music. Oh, Is yeah, it just yeah. Just a bass. Yeah. Just yeah. a loud bass tone. Most electronically um, produced.
1: Just a really loud bass tone every, every once, once in a while. in a while, yeah. Just to kind of reverberate that, like, Some, uneasy. Something's not right there, yes. yeah. Um, until it just kind of, like, all bowls over and, like, horror. The, like, cool, the coolest thing for me
0: was when they were in the house at night. Yeah. And uh, what what happens? He kicks over a glass or something like no, that? No, he's playing the game and he hits the lantern and it falls over. That's right. And then it shows the outside lights. They're like all white, different colors. And then like all at once, they just all turn red. Yep. So cool. Yep. Very unsettling.
1: So I'm really looking forward to that. We don't know what is going to happen. We don't know uh, like who the creatures are, what the creatures are, or if they're creatures. Yeah. Um, But uh, there's a lot of
0: unknown. Yeah. It's
1: it's great because here's, here's one of my favorite things about it. Um, It's got Jim from the office in it. Yes. Um, John uh, Krasinski. I'm totally butchering his name. Yeah. I love him. I have pretty much watched every single thing that he's been a part of. And he is a phenomenal actor.
0: And it's cool to see some, someone like that in a, taking up a, yep. a different role that you might not have thought. And he's
1: directing it, too. No way. He's the director of it. Good for him. So Good um, for him. he's actually dabbled in directing and stuff before. So I'm really excited to see um, what he pulls off with this. And he's also—or uh, Emily Blunt is in it. Um, do you know Emily I didn't Bolland catch is? that.
0: Yeah, I do know who she Yeah, is. she
1: plays his wife in the movie. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. love her. Yeah, yeah. She's such a badass female character. Yeah. Um, did you see Edge of Tomorrow?
0: I did. With Tom Cruise? Yeah. Ah,
1: oh, she's so badass in that. As much as I dislike Tom Cruise. I was that about movie to, Edge I was of Tomorrow to, is fucking good. I was
0: about to comment on Tom Cruise films, but yeah, that was that was a really good trailer. I enjoyed that. Um, so let's kinda let's kinda pair these two together because they don't fit at all together in in a movie genre. Uh-huh. But I think they fit together in spin-offs. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about Tomb Raider and Lost in Space. Yes. So spin-offs and this is gonna be fun because I think these two movies are going or the movie and the television show are going to fit perfectly with what I'm about to say. When you do a spin-off you can do it really well, or not really well. Yeah, terrible. And I worry for Tomb Raider very much so. I worry that it's going to be just like Ghost in the Shell. It's, yeah, it's going to be like overhyped and under uh, performed. Under underperformed. It's yeah. going to be
1: I the way the trailer sets it makes it look like just every other like action adventure
0: like serious film but then caked on top of like of like hey remember we were a video game here's yes something from the video hey you remember that we were still in a video game right don't forget that here's yep. some other video game stuff it's like because mm. they they
1: show a lot of stuff that is like very much from the new tomb raider yeah. games yeah like the 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 mountain climbing axe. Sure, they showed that shit so many times in the trailer. It's crazy. Star killing somebody with it, and then the iconic like jumping from cliff to cliff. Yeah, and and like they
0: even use like the same cinematic cinematic cameras that they used in the game. Yeah, during scenes like that. Yeah, and it's it's like mind numbing by the end of it.
1: And granted, it's gonna look gorgeous. It's gonna look pretty badass and stuff like that. As far as story. It's going to be so it's going to be terrible, just
0: terrible, terrible blank. Um, so then on the flip side of that, the reboot of Lost in Space, I think, is going to be very good just from what we've seen. Just, it, it, I, I have trouble.
1: I have trouble with your statement on that. Why? Because we really didn't see a trailer of anything. Yeah, but we I saw mean, a teaser of them slow-mo walking to a ship. So how many Netflix shows have been bad though, in the
0: last year?
1: In the last year, Defenders wasn't that great. It wasn't that hugely amazing. Yeah, and a lot of their um, films
0: were not so great. Like uh, their uh, their Cloverfield one was was pretty bad. I hear
1: it was it was it was interesting <laughs> sure. to say the
0: least. Um,
1: um, and I don't think uh, Bright wasn't that great. I think that was overhyped. Um, but that's fair. I do have more confidence that Netflix is doing it. Yeah. than another internet um, yes. company. Because um, like
0: when I think of Netflix originals, quote unquote, obviously, uh, lost in space is only so much original. Yeah. But I think of, um, stranger things. Yeah. I think of a series of unfortunate events. You know what I mean? Th- these are the things that I think of when I think of Netflix originals, because they will kind of bury the other ones. They're not as advertised. Yeah. They it's almost like Netflix kind of knows that it's for a niche audience. Yes. And so they'll be like, "Let's not let's not uh advertise Iron Fist through the waze." Yeah. But we've already seen some stuff for Lost in Space. So at, le-
1: at least it would be better than the feature length film that they did back in like the
0: early 2000 yeah. late 90s. Yeah. That that's granted. It's going be to be better than that. Better than that. Um At, I, like from strict just like what what we've seen in the trailer the budget looks better.
1: And I do like the cast that they got in it. Um the cast of characters uh actors and actresses really does look really good. Twitch is looking them up. Yeah, I totally am.
0: Yeah. You can't get you can't get around that.
1: Like, Toby Stevens, I've seen him in a couple movies. He was in uh, 13 Hours, um, which was the movie based on the Benghazi uh, oh, escapade back gotcha, in the gotcha. 2000s and stuff. Um, he's awesome. Uh, he's playing the father of the Robinsons, um, John Robinson. And then his wife uh, is played by Molly Parker. And Molly Parker has been in so much good uh Shit. She was in Deadwood, which is one of my favorite Western TV series ever made. Um, and she was phenomenal in that. So I'm excited for the cast that they have. Um I I love the updated aesthetics that they've yeah. given it. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. I'm, How it all comes together. I'm just like
0: April. really nerding out about sci-fi right now, which is probably another reason why I'm very excited for yeah. like Austin space is just cause like, uh, I'm, so I'm reading a sci-fi book right now. Okay. I'm playing a sci-fi game right now. I'm watching sci-fi television. I'm I'm like going through this heavy sci-fi nerd phase right yeah. now. And so when I hear thing, when I hear that, like the universe is getting more sci-fi I just get very very excited yeah because it's coming back in a pretty interesting way the way people are rethinking science fiction and and what they're doing with it well there's
1: a lot more part of Cap- it is because there's a lot more capability We are getting more closer to having those realistic things yeah because that's true. sci-fi back in like the 90s, especially like earlier than the 90s, it was all just like
0: out there out
1: there like this
0: like so out of touch of what like hoverboards upside yeah. down with like yeah. tin foil hats on and nowadays we see space exploration and we're like yeah a few years from now honestly maybe.
1: the movie that had it closest to like like sci-fi what we know as sci-fi now um is blade runner easily yeah, yeah. blade runner is one of the closest yeah. films to like really uh Blade Runner and uh shit what's the Schwarzenegger movie?
0: Um, Terminator? No, not Terminator. Uh God Bless America. That's he didn't do a movie called God Bless America.
1: Uh Total Recall. There we go.
0: Total Recall. I never watched yeah. that. Great movie. The original. The remake is is bad. fucking trash. Yeah. Um no, but you're right. Nowadays when we see something it's it's dare I say more relatable. Yeah. To to see kind of futuristic utopias where yep. we're like, Yeah, I, I could I could image that pretty soon, you know. So but yeah, I, I agree. And then the technology that we have and the money that's being spent on stuff on big projects is is insane. Yeah. The uh, the game I'm playing, Star Citizen, is all crowdfunded. Oh, is and it? they've raised like $150 million. What? Yeah. And and I, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, they've already delivered on their promise. Okay. Like, they are in such an early alpha phase right now that the game is almost unplayable. But when it is, it is some of the best gameplay I've ever experienced okay. in any game in, I've ever played. Gotcha. It's like genuine sci-fi simulator space stuff. That I'm just super into right now. But yeah, $150 million crowdfunded is pretty impressive. Yeah. And just the technology that we have and the money that they have at their expense is insane and in what they can do. Gotcha. Anyway, we digress. Um, good two trailers. What else have we watched? We watched Isle of Dogs. That was good. I'm excited for that. Some Wes Anderson. Wes
1: Anderson. Um, even, even in his films that are not the greatest thing in the world they're still freaking amazing. I agree. Um and and it's just because Wes Anderson he just has an eye for doing um odd storytelling that is so
0: damn fun. Yeah.
1: It's very playful. Yeah. Very very and, very and playful.
0: The that's the comment I was going to make was that it, it looks like more of a family kids film. Yes. But like you and I will probably go see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm very excited. Like, for Fantastic
1: Mr. Fox, definitely a great kid. Yeah, it could yeah. Be, uh, kids could watch it, family could watch it, and stuff like that. And it was fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to it. it could, plus, um, the stop motion that he did for, the fanta- for Fantastic Mr. Fox was so damn cool. Yeah. And Isle of Dogs looks very similar to that um i love stop motion animation so good um i don't watch a whole lot of the movies like i watch wallace and gromit um a lot of the uh artiman um studio shows yeah. and stuff like that
0: um i watched old wallace and gromit i don't know if yeah i've done anything recently but oh yeah they have they have yeah i think so um that's good wholesome yeah oh, entertainment yeah. so so uh hang on one second Right, so I don't know if you can hear me, and I can't hear you, but we're recording right now. I'll be in in like twenty. Okay, sorry. Um.
1: So yeah, it's I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, and I love his humor. It's just so offbeat and just like understated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's so
0: understated. It makes it even funnier. I, I adore his films. One of my favorite movies is Grand Budapest.
1: Grand Budapest? And it's, that is a it's phenomenal a one. Movie. My favorite one of his is uh, Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Um, I, I almost want to say Royal Tenenbaums is like his... his like Crowning achievement. Crowning achievement. Yeah. Um, a lot of people really say <sighs> Life Aquatic I've heard thrown out mm. there. Um, I love Life Aquatic, but... Rolling and bombs is
0: just similar so, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah, um, and I, I and I like there are certain bands, you know, that w- when you come across a new song, you may not have heard it, but you instantly know that it's that band. Yes, and but then there at the same time, there's a lot of songs that you may have heard before, but that you can't recognize because it's so diluted. Yes. and so it follows the same tropes of most songs, and I think movies are the same way of that where. You go Watch a movie and not have any idea who directed it or who Correct. had anything to do with it, but when you watch a Wes Anderson film, you know without a shroud of doubt that it's yes, Wes, that it's Wes yeah, Anderson no. Film.
1: And I love that about him. Um, he definitely has like the um, Artur uh, sensibility about him, like his movies are his thumbprint, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a movie is really a reflection of the director. Um, in the way he directs. And I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. some people, yeah. I'm not okay with that. But uh, he writes a majority of his films, I believe. Um, so I kind of give him sure. his credit for yeah, being able to yeah, yeah. do that and stuff. So, so yeah. Um, what are the last two that we got? We watch Series of Unfortunate Events. Oh, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris
0: is a... King among men. It's true, I, I will always and forever love Jim Carrey. I yes. I, I love him. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, uh-huh. is one is one of my favorite films ever made. I think he's the funniest man yeah. in the world. MPH blows him out of the freaking water yes. when it comes to a series of unfortunate yes. events. He he plays that character, Count Olaf, so well.
1: As if he was Count Olaf. Yeah, yeah. It is so so perfect. It's so and I, you know, like everybody makes fun of Neil Patrick Harris because a lot of people that really know Neil Patrick Harris know him as Doogie Hauser. Yeah. The teenage doctor. Right. Like that's what I know him from first. That's how I've always known him until he came up and he was in how I met your mother. Yeah. And he was Barney to a lot of people, yeah. this womanizing man. But in real life, he's actually gay. He's gay which is yeah. Which hilarious. Is, which
0: um, acting to a T. So he,
1: uh, uh, and he's always been out there doing new stuff and everything. And I saw him do a few things when, before a series of unfortunate events came out that, made it make perfect sense that he was uh, cast as count Olaf. Sure. Um he did the Tony Awards like late early, like, 2009, 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like two thousand nine, two thousand ten yeah. And it was so damn funny. Like he's done musicals he can dance. He can do magic. What
0: was his musical again? I can't I remember. what that was called, but I, 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 I saw a bunch of his, the clips on YouTube and it just had me st- in stitches.
1: So um, he's done all that stuff, and I think that – and then he also did a uh, uh, musical with Joss Whedon uh, called uh, – oh, that's going to bug me. I can't believe I forgot it. Uh, he did a, a series with Josh Whedon called uh, Dr. Horrible's Sing-Along Blog. Yeah, that's right. And that was absolutely phenomenal. It showed him really playing the comedy, like the yeah. uh, um, very campy humor type stuff so well. And I think that that and then also his stuff with um, his ability to do dance and stuff like that. And also being a magician, I truly think that him being an actual legit magician also carries over into him playing Count Olaf.
0: And it's just so well. And the kid actors in that were amazing, too. Um, Following pretty close, I think, behind um, the kids in Stranger Things. Yep. In a different way, because they played different acting children. Yep. But, like, for what is being told through Lemony Snicket, that is so well done. Yep. the, The kid acting.
1: So and back to the trailer, um, the way that Netflix has been doing the advertising for a series of unfortunate events from so season one to the new the latest trailer and stuff so good so inventive so yeah. like uh, I, the best word I can come up with is like curious like yeah uh, and uh, so blatantly aware of itself it's double funnier totally. Totally. Um, cause he knows he's in a story like right. Count Olaf, even in the show knows he's in a story. They break that wall. Um, so many times. And
0: it's so much fun. And I'm even really their looking theme forward song to it. Yeah. It is, is breaking third wall, but yeah. Looking forward to that very much. Um, so excited for that. I nerded yep. out about that two years ago or last year when it came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gold star for that one. And then last but not least. New mutants. We never talked about that. No, we we really didn't We didn't talk about New Mutants. No. Jeez, I'm all over the place.
1: Yeah. New mutants. Yeah, new mutants. So I saw this trailer drop when months ago. Yeah. Like almost uh at the beginning of fall, I wanna say. And, and then you
0: showed me and then I showed everyone I yeah.
1: So this trailer, if you guys aren't aware, it's a Marvel movie put out by Fox, um, and it follows uh, a group of mutants. It follows nobody. It follows nobody. <laughs>
0: um, you didn't get it. No, I didn't. It Arya Stark. Oh, got it. Yes, Arya Stark is in it. Macy Williams um, my girl.
1: So uh, the story is going to be revolving around this group of teenage mutants that are basically another team outside of the X-Men. After the X-Men have all grown up and like they're now out of school and like stuff like that. The new Mutants are kind of like that new rendition of that yeah. team. Yeah. <clears throat> but the trailer of the new mutants makes it play as if it's a total horror film, which I think is absolutely amazing it's genius um, because I think one of the problems with a lot of the superhero films specifically the Marvel Disney films is that they kind of take the same template same genre and just play it and over, and over, it and, over, and, and, over yeah. and over and over and over and over again yeah. um, and they haven't really explored really
0: different genres they've ex- it- so they, they've explored drama with the Dark Knight I feel. So yes, they took a more dramatic turn, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the only. But with Marvel, spin it's like
1: it. all just straight action for the yeah. most part. Yeah, they've played around with the tone a little bit, but the genre has always been. But like for pretty the most part, it's who's straight action. Who? Yeah. Yes. Um, whereas with like, so they did it differently with Fox. I think is doing it differently. So they had Deadpool that came out as Radar. Practically just a straight up comedy, but yeah. also had tones of like. Um, it had tones of rom com. Yeah, it had tones of an action film. It was drama. a comic book film. A uh, little bit of drama, bit but of drama. definitely more so on like the comedy side yeah. of things. Yeah. Then they came out with Logan, which was a straight up independent western esque Yes. Um, drama story like. Such beautiful, so beautifully, beautifully done, written, yeah. written, yeah. and everything. And now they're going into New Mutants, and they're really stepping outside the box and doing a horror doing film. A horror film. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Like I really think that movies can be superhero films, but they can
0: go out they can, of just like yeah. the action adventure yeah. type yeah. realm. I agree. Um, I, I, I'm very excited for that.
1: So i I really look forward to that. And then I found out recently. And this broke my freaking heart. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I yeah. literally like when I saw this, I was like, no, but they're pushing it back. It was supposed to come out this April. So like just a over months, a month yeah. from now. And now they're pushing it back over uh, to a year. It's not coming out till February, 2019. 2019th. nineteenth. Twenty No, February, 2019.
0: Oh, I thought you said. February 2019. And I said that's no. not a number twitch. No. You're so upset about it. You've made up numbers. I, uh, I'm i okay with that because of what you've told me about. Yeah. The the reasons behind it. And also because it gives me something else to look forward to in 2019 other than just Game of Thrones. Yes. Because right now it's just Game of Thrones that's coming out in 2019. That's it. That's okay. The only thing 2019 has to offer. But
1: I am like just chomping at the bits to see this movie. I have just as much excitement to see The New Mutants, and I thought it would end with Logan and Deadpool. I thought my excitement to see superhero films would, end would there. Die with those two films because that's all I really wanted to see it. Yeah. I wanted to see a badass Logan movie because I knew that they could do it. There's enough story enough history with that character that they could have done, could've done, could've done yeah. a badass film. And Deadpool, I've been dying to see Ryan Reynolds put on that suit ever since, like, uh, Ever since he donned Deadpool, quote unquote, in yeah. the first Wolverine film. Um, so I thought it was that. And then that trailer drops and I'm just like,
0: it keeps getting better and better. There's
1: another one yeah. I'm super excited yeah. to see. But they, they apparently the reason why they pushed it back, it makes sense, but it sucks. Um, part of it is they say that when they screened it to people, it quote unquote did not do it didn't test very well. They needed to amp some horror stuff up, amp some of the beef up some of the story uh beats and everything,
0: which is like so bold of a studio to do. You know what I mean? You don't you, you don't often hear about that happening. Well,
1: I don't know if that's really what's going on or if it's like the studio has some pretty extreme things that they want them to do
0: or take down or something like that. Regardless, I think it's cool that you see them fine tune, combing it. They do that all the time. You just don't, it's not on a big radar. I mean, like do do they really do that with like transformers? Yes. There's no way they did with star Wars, dude. I don't deny that. They do that with star Wars. They do that with a lot of films, but like there's no way transformers. The most recent one was like, this was great. The, the
1: reason why it gets that way part of it's because Michael Bay should stop making big budget action films. The other part of it is because the studio puts too many uh, cooks in the kitchen. That's fair. And they say like, yeah, we need to add something else in. So they throw another kit cook into the kitchen and it just makes the story like more shit. Like a lot of scripts that you see from like big budget films and stuff, especially ones that are like just basically there to make a paycheck. You're fast and the furious type stuff and everything. Usually what happens is the script that they go in to shoot with is a Frankenstein of like like seven different different other drafts. Yeah, Yeah. So it's just like if somebody would actually go through and been like, all right, we have all these pieces that we need to put together. Let's fine tune them to where they actually make fucking sense. Yeah. So that's what happens a yeah. lot of times when you get movies like Transformers
0: and shit. Fair, fair. Anyway, um, I'm excited for it.
1: So, and then the other reason, which this one is the main reason, makes total sense. Deadpool got pushed up to be dropped in May, which I love Deadpool. Super excited about it. Pissed that he took me took New Mutants away from me. Yeah, yeah. A little bit pissed at you, Deadpool. Uh, but I get it. They don't want to take away ticket sales from Deadpool by dropping New Mutants early and Which stuff like that. Which is respectable.
0: It's good. I like it. They'll so, probably make more money in 2019 anyway. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Hollywood shuts down in 2019. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. Not gonna Way happen. Too, too much, much money. money. Yep. Way too much too
1: money. Too many fat cats up there sitting on Hollywood Boulevard.
0: Yeah. So, so what was your favorite one?
1: My favorite th- trailer is definitely A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. Hands yeah, yeah. down, that is the trailer of all trailers, in my opinion, right That's now. It's a good one. It was very good. Um, those are the types of trailers that I really like. They give you a great tone, a great yeah. sense of what the film is. Yeah. They show you who the main character is. They give you idea, a slight idea of what the story could be. But they don't give a fucking thing away. Yeah. Like,
0: they don't spoil anything. They
1: don't spoil anything. Um, they give you the key information that you need to know, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um And there's a lot of trailers that have done that. Driver, which was uh, a Ryan Gosling film yeah. that was amazing. He that one was one of those trailers that was just like, this is awesome. I can't wait to see that movie. I uh,
0: I won't watch a Ryan Gosling film. You won't? Nope. Why not? Because he's amazing. He, here's the thing. Here's what's funny. So. It's, it's not even like a grudge. He's too good looking, right? No, it's not even that I have a grudge against him, me, me personally. Okay. I heard a story once, and I can't remember if this was a comedian or someone that I actually knew. I don't okay. know, so I'm not going to say if it was either or. But they were talking about how their, uh, their mom was just this massive, massive Ryan Gosling fan. Okay. Couldn't get over how much she loved him. And one day, her son... Bumps into him at the supermarket and was like, oh, my gosh, my mom loves you. Uh, Can I have an autograph? And Ryan Gosling was like, fuck you and your mom and walked out. Really? Yeah. So I was like – I don't need that I don't need that guy in my I don't life. know I don't need that guy in my life. So I, 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 I won't watch a Ryan Gosling film so I haven't seen Drive and I haven't seen any of his I don't even know most of his films that he's in that's like left such a bitter maybe it is maybe I am uh, holding a grudge against him but yeah that, you that kind story, of are that story left such a bitter taste in my mouth that I was like you know what I, I'm not if
1: it's that. a real person that you heard that from
0: then it's more understandable it's if more a stand-up understandable. comedian, it's probably stand-up made up stand up comedian then it's probably made up just
1: but, get your ass off off the, your issue and go watch a Ryan Gosling
0: film. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, though. I honestly don't know. Because it was a while ago that I heard that story. He's so good. United States of Leland? Ugh. Amazing. Mean, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe one day I'll get the sour taste out of my mouth and forgive him for something that probably didn't even happen. I'll smack
1: it out of your mouth. There
0: you go. Just go, watch, just go riot, watch Ryan Gosling
1: refuses to eat a cereal. Okay, I'll watch just that. watch that on YouTube. Okay. Like, and you'll fall in love with the guy because he won't eat a cereal. Maybe. Maybe. So funny. Well,
0: so that was your favorite one. My favorite one was uh, Tomb Raider. <laughs> so excited. Probably Isle of Dogs. Isle honestly. of Dogs. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Um, just because I'm really curious about that and I'm very excited for it. So there you have it.
1: That's our picks. For the 2018 winners of, uh, no, 2019 winners of the no, Oscars. Oh,
0: 2019 winners yeah, of the yeah. Oscars, though. Yeah. No. Just the, kidding. They'll like, be the 2018 Oscars.
1: No, they'll be the 2019 Oscars. No. These films that we are talking they're about the trailers for. They're coming out in 2018. For, they're coming out in 2018, so they'll be up for the Oscars in
0: 2019. Is that how they work? Yes. I've watched like a Oscars in my life. That's yes. the type. That's the side. I think I've said this on the podcast, but that's the side of Hollywood that I can't stand is the award shows? Oh, you know, it's all
1: like patting each other on yeah, the back and I, you I hate you know, giving each other reach arounds and
0: stuff. Yeah. All that. Bleh. Yes. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Join us next week. When we talk about something of my choosing, which I will decide tonight and we'll get back to you, but thanks for tuning in guys. Find us on Facebook at No Nothing Nerds. Find us on or for Jesus, I'm screwing up Twitch. It's okay. I'm my head. You can find us on Facebook at No Nothing Nerds, or you can search uh, Facebook.com forward slash No Nothing Nerds. You can find us on Twitter at Kn Nerds, or you can email us at No Nothing Nerds at gmail.com. Twitch, do you have any final words for people? I do. Uh,
1: go out and say nice things to each other, mm. and watch some trailers. Yes um and be awesome and beautiful just because you are beautiful and awesome that's so nice i i think i'm just rambling on yeah. because and also go to the gym i don't know lose oh is that comment towards me or our listeners the viewers that better be towards me because you don't want to be fat shaming our listeners
0: i would never that's all being edited out <laughs> Ha! i'm the editor don't edit it out. All right, I'll keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. I'm proud. I'm proud I'm, to be a hater. I'm pr- You're proud to be a hater. I need to hit the gym too, so. Let's, let's all just let's all, hit the gym together. The g- Join us next week when we talk about the gym. <laughs> all Good. right, folks. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.